In today's episode, you'll hear from my friend Amanda Lund, who has an incredibly relatable and heartwarming story. From going to wondering if they were going to need food stamps and having a zip-tied minivan, to deciding to take a quick chance on something she really couldn't afford, and now unapologetically living her best life in the direct sales world. Hello and welcome. Today I have Amanda Lund joining me to talk about her journey to paving her own way to success in direct sales and now leading a team of leaders. Please give a warm welcome to my friend Amanda. Amanda, thank you so much for being here today. Oh, thank you so much for asking me, Brooke. It's so it's an honor because truly as a leader of leaders, it's exciting to get to know someone with a like-mindedness and a passion for what can be done when they say the impossible can't be. <laughs> oh <So>. my gosh. <laughs> I feel the same about you. It's so much fun to connect with you. Um, I'm wondering if you tell us a little bit about yourself. What do you do and what's your title with Tupperware, all the things? Sounds good. So my name is Amanda Lund. I am what's called a business leader with Tupperware. Um, and what a business leader is, is I work actually right for the home office, which is aka corporate in our world. Um, and I oversee a team of about 200 people in 14 different states, many who I've worked with in the last six years that I have never had the chance to meet except over a Zoom. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you. And Amanda, you and I found each other I want to say a couple of years ago now, maybe about a year, and we formed yeah. a social group for local entrepreneurs that was halted by the pandemic. But recently, you and I at least have been able to meet up for some coffee again. And I just, I was instantly drawn to you, Amanda. Your personality is magnetic and it's, it's oh. not hard to love you. That's for sure. <laughs> but your story is really incredible. And I'd love to hear a little bit about how you started in direct sales. Why did you sign up and what were your plans? What was going through your mind? Um, so I started actually, I've done four other direct sales business before I found my current position. Um, so when I started with Tupperware, I actually had said no to Tupperware four times when I was asked. And there was, I said no for a few reasons. Um, number one, I thought, well, who in the heck is going to want orange bowls? That's what my 82 year old grandma has. God bless her. I love her. Um, but, you know, nobody does that. And my second thing is what my first, the person who was my, um, brought me into the business didn't realize is how much we had needed the income time and even couldn't even afford the sign-on kit and I know that sounds so funny here sitting you know six and a half years later um in it but the sign-on kit was only 35 dollars and to give you a little history kind of what I come from um at the time my husband is in law enforcement um still is um but we have three kiddos um my oldest actually has autism um he has high functioning autism ADHD a blood disorder and a heart defect so we kind of you feel like if you roll the dice we're gonna hit them all I just am that one that kind of hits it all um um, and we really needed, we just had every ounce of money we had, had reported to him. We were working through the aspects of him getting his diagnosis. We were working with therapies and we were working with that. So for me, I really could see the potential indirect sales because I needed that flexibility um, with being able to take him back and forth to appointments. If in the middle of the day, I got a phone call, it's not like at a nine to five job that I could just leave and walk away. I needed something that was flexible and I needed something that could, you know, end of the day, if I could go and help a person 
and solve a problem in their kitchen, which is what Tupperware does, you know, it would really, I could have instant commission and I could really instantly work things like that and make sure that there was bread and milk on the table. And that's what I loved about Tupperware. So it took me four times to say no, you know, finally my upline said, well, what's really going on? I know you'd be great at this. And I said, it's financial. She said, okay, let's figure out how many paychecks it would take. And I know, again, that sounds so funny. $35 seems like, I mean, I spend more than on, on bad coffee in a week. Um, you know, one that you forget on the counter. Um, but I did it. I, we saved for three paychecks and we got $35 and I jumped in. And within my first two weeks, um, you know, I had made over $300 and I went, holy buckets, this is going to feed my family. And it took off with that. We were, it was odd and oddly enough, when I started Tupperware, we had an $8,000 medical bill with my son. And I thought there is no way we are going to make this. We are literally living right above the food stamps and housing assistance level on one income. And I said, you know what, I really need to dive deep into this. And I went to uh, one of our, um, regionals had come down and had done a meeting and said in life you have choices or you have excuses but you can't have both and I went shut the front door the back door and the side door because that's exactly what I needed to hear and within my first six months in Tupperware I had earned my first car and on top of that we had paid off that eight thousand dollars in medical debt and it was something that was just incredible and it wasn't um, for me, it was getting to pair people alongside with me to see the vision of what could be. Um, six and a half years later, um, I am now what's called a business leader. It's where I, you kind of like McDonald's, you know, you would buy a McDonald's building and that would be your franchise. I have bought my team and I work directly for the home office um, with that. So I report to them if my sales aren't correct, you know, well, or if I have great ideas I want to share or something that's really working and building leaders of leaders. Um, I have four people on my team who have driven free cars. And that was really what drove me with Tupperware is to see, um, is to see the potential that people could have and to lock arms with them and to get them to know um, what they want out of their life. And I always say, I want to get to know you first, and then we can build the business together. That is an amazing story, Amanda. So you were Thank motivated. You. Yeah, you were in, like very motivated by just necessity. You needed the money out of, that you yes. from direct sales, um, which is a really amazing driving factor. But the fact that you built something so incredible in six months. I mean, you were driving a car in six months, you said, right? Yeah, within the first six months, I was driving a car. And one thing I always fail to leave in my story, and I don't know why I leave it, because it's such an influential part of why I decided Tupperware, because you had heard me say I sold for several direct sales before. It was um, the support of an upline, but also it was a necessity for me. Um, 12 years ago, I had a traumatic brain injury, um, and I lost all depth perception. And I know that sounds funny to people, because you think depth perception, you think of badly, you know, parking a parallel car. Um, but for me, it's not knowing where the counter was. And I kept dropping and breaking our glass containers. And I thought, what in the world am I going to do? Well, lo and behold, Tupperware came along and it's plastic containers and, you know, it's stuff that's BPA free and that, you know, won't break. And I'm like, oh my goodness, this is amazing. I can have something that I can adapt my life to. And even, you know, this many years later, 12 years later, I still have that brain injury. I still have depth perception issues, but I didn't let me hold that back. My, that back at all with myself. That's awesome that not only did you find 
um, you had a necessity and a need, but you found a company that really worked into your life. And I think that's key when you're really getting into direct sales. Um, a lot of times people will jump from company to company because they feel like they're not finding their groove. Um, and yes. there's, there's two things there. One is, yes, you need to feel supported and you need to love the product. It needs to fit into your life. But two is also putting in the work and the effort and um, putting forth that effort into your business so that you can succeed almost anywhere. But having having that connection to the product is really a key component. Right. And really having that that passion and you know having that passion for what it is and not that I didn't have that passion for the products I had look at, looked at before but it wasn't I needed someone that would come along beside me and say we can do this let's dream big let's dream bigger let's think big picture and that's what I wanted and had that vision and I wasn't one of those oh, I just want a hundred dollars a month I had that big I need a car because I'm driving an eight hundred dollar minivan and the mufflers zip tied to, to the car so like it was a necessity for me and I knew that and I'm like I'm gonna jump all both feet in and you know I didn't have a lot of time my daughter she's seven now so she would have been just a year old because people said oh my gosh you must have all the time in the world no I was raising three kids and still am um but with it but I really had that vision and people say well how do you do it and I said well are you on social media more than 10 minutes a day well of course everybody and their grandmother is my grandma is on all that stuff too and um, I said, then that 10 minutes, if you would take 10 minutes and dedicate that to your business, that could change things. That is so true. We do spend a lot of time there. And if you're going to be mindlessly scrolling, you might as well make a few dollars while you're doing it. Right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so I know that you drive your Tupperware vehicle now still, which is amazing, but what else changed for you as you started to build that business? So a lot of things really changed for me. I was the queen of self-doubt. Didn't think I could do it. Didn't think I was good enough. And it was the hitting those little milestones, whether it was a silly, you're going to get this for free. If you sell $200 this week, that was my goal. And that congratulations way to go and go, wait a minute, I can't do this because as a mom and as a wife, no one says, way to go. You did the dishes today. <laughs> like we don't get that like little, and that's one thing as being self-employed is you don't have that. Yay. Little claps. I'm going to clap it in the back for you. And it was just that acknowledgement of I can do it and I can do anything. And so many people thought, oh, here she goes again. She's trying another direct sales business. Everybody fails. And I didn't want to be one of those statistics. I was like, I was going to prove everybody and their grandmother wrong. It just was going to happen. And I really feel like in any direct sales and, you know, a lot of direct sales get bad, you know, people get bad experiences or things like that. It just, you have to look at your drive and your vision and, you know, being self-employed is a different ball game, but when you lock arms with people and really come together, the picture you can collaborate on so many different things and really support, you know, like the, you know, the girl tribe or that, you know, entrepreneurship tribe that we have. Yes. And you, you are a leader of leaders. You've created that culture for them and you have other car earners on your team. And yep. you have, well, the largest team in our region, right? Right, so right. What do you think it is about you and your team, that culture that really just brings, what do you guys bring to the table that just makes people love to work hard with you? 
And I think it comes back to what I said and briefly touched on it before is I want to get to know you as a person. And, you know, and then my big thing is a cup of coffee. Um, when my recruiter sat me down and said, you know, am I, I'll buy you a cup of coffee. I feel like a cup of coffee starts so many friendships, starts so many conversations. We gather for coffee when it's a good day or a bad day. So that's always my thing. Even if it's somebody that's four states away, I said, let's jump on a Zoom with a cup of coffee and just chat. And I want to get to know you and then we'll build the business together. Uh, for some people to find out their why in the business may just be, you know, I need an extra hundred dollars to put gas on my car every month where when some people you get very intently that say I'm going through a divorce and I need an apartment for myself and then we can kind of map out and guide the way together and I say even if you decide a year from now that you want to leave the business I do want to have that friendship with you you're not just a number you're not just you know um, a third level consultant yeah I want to know you as a person and where you want to be with things and and some people you know will open the doors and we'll chat for hours and other ones say you know I'm okay you know I'm great and then maybe it's a three a three, four minute conversation and that's it. And I think that's really been the key to develop my leaders. And I've told my leaders that, and you know, to be, to get to know your person, you know, make to say a few minutes and then build it off of that. I love that. I love that you love to sit down and have coffee, even if it is over zoom. And, um, I know that our coffee dates have been incredibly lucrative for us. Yes. <laughs> they, have, they helped our business, but in, in all honesty, you have been someone that has I mean, we've developed such a friendship too. And I absolutely love that about you. But one thing that I really, I really want to talk to you about today, because I think it's incredible. There are so many people in direct sales who feel ashamed of what they do or, you know, because of what other people think. And yes. you, you don't, I mean, you are unapologetically in direct sales and you are out there collaborating with local businesses. Um, you set up like a recycling project with a local business as well. I mean, that collaborated with a lot of local businesses and you, you know, your value, you know, what you bring to the table and you, you do it. And mm -hmm. I would love if you would speak on that a little bit, like what advice do you have for people who are maybe a little afraid of jumping into that and, you know, because they're ashamed of what they do or afraid to admit what they do. And I think that's so common. I think so many people go, you know, oh, I just, I sell, you know, they put their head down while I sell Tupperware and you're like, what? And that's, and having that passion and that entrepreneur spirit is unlike no other. I mean, if you sell a skincare line, you need to be beating the band with that coming up with different ideas and, you know, letting people know your product and you're passionate about because you signed up, you know, with that. And I have worked with a lot of businesses because I'm not afraid. And it, there was the women's entrepreneur group a couple of years ago that was up here and and I was so excited about it but once I arrived at it they go oh you know what unfortunately you can't join our group because you're not a brick and mortar business and I about fell over and it took me a few days to kind of recover from that and I said I run a million dollar team out of a 50,000 you know people in Minot North Dakota you know we're kind of in the middle of nowhere and I'm running a million dollar business out of this but just because I don't have a brick and mortar does not mean I'm not any more valued than that um, so I think that's really just myself I will introduce myself to anybody um, for example if you have a I'm just going to go back to because I know you still have a great skincare line that you offer, um, you know, local boutiques in town. If they don't carry a skincare line, go in and say, you know what, I'd love to collaborate with you, you know, to have a pop-up event, to meet some of your customers and to really treat them the way they should be treated because you have a very valuable customer. Direct sales has an incredibly valuable business, whether it's a cleaning with Norwex or whether it's clothing with like Matilda Jane. 
Um, there's so many things that can come out of it. And it's such a uniqueness and a passion. And typically the items in direct sales are quality. Absolutely. And, and being confident in what you offer and what you, what you oh my gosh, have as yes. a business owner, right? Right. Absolutely. I love, love all of that you have to offer. And like I said, the biggest thing is that the confidence that you have in your business is, has been something that I've taken with me as well. It's something that right. I think a lot of people really need to lean into more and just be confident in what you have to offer, be confident in who you are as a person. And then in direct sales, we have to understand too, that the level of customer service that we have is unmatched often. Hands down. Um, Hands down. Uh, yep. So, I mean, that value there alone is, I think the confidence doesn't come overnight. I mean, in the beginning, would I have taken a selfie of my self, you know, in front of a set of bowls? Probably not. But if you can't, you know, but what I started with is I started with pictures of my hands using the products, pictures of my kids using the products. And those are big baby steps in your confidence. And then once people start to reach out, that confidence builds in that. And that can be with any direct sales. Let's start the baby steps. What little things can I do to, you know, to market myself that way? I love it. Baby steps to that confidence. I love it. Amanda, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to be with me today and inspire the listeners of the Wear It Boldly podcast. Now, if a listener would like to reach out to you and find you, where would the best place be to go? Um, you can find me a couple different ways. You can find me on Facebook. My Facebook page is Amanda's Kitchen Remedies. Um, also, I have my Instagram is No Excuses North Dakota, uh, because in life you have choices or excuses, but you can't have both. And I feel like it applies to anyone that way. Um, otherwise, uh, you know, you can find me at there's a million Amanda Lunds on there, but you can look with the girl with the big red curly hair. You can always <laughs> message me that way. So I love it. And I will put all the links in the show notes so anyone can find you if they would like to reach out. Again, thank you so much, Amanda, for being here. Thanks again. I appreciate it. <laughs> Today's episode is made possible by my affiliation with Alouette Cosmetics. Alouette Cosmetics is aloe-based beauty that has made an incredible difference in my skin. If you'd like to see for yourself, go ahead and go to sample.wearboldly.com and I will send you a free sample of our famous enzyme peel. That's sample.wearboldly.com. Thank you for hanging out with me today, my friend. My mission and my goal is to help you wear it boldly every single day. So stop back next week for our next episode to learn more. And until then, this has been the Wear It Boldly podcast.